<laughs> you see what I did there? It's okay. He blocked me on Twitter, so I really don't care. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. My name is Austin Early. This is Changing Levels. Happy Friday. So happy to have you. Um, it's a wonderful Friday for me, especially because I'm off work today. Three-day weekend. Can't complain. First off, I do have to apologize. This past weekend, I did say that I would have a quick breakdown of the Beat the Streets and Rockfin card. Um, I had some personal things kind of come up, and I just could not get to them. I couldn't even really watch the Rockfin card um, live, so kind of a bummer on that end. I'm sorry. I know I kind of threw it out there, and a couple of people reached out to me and said, Hey, a-hole, why didn't you do that? And, and uh, you know, I appreciate uh, the support either way, but I'm sorry again. Hope you're all having a wonderful week. Hope you enjoyed the wrestling um, from Flow Wrestling and from Rockfin. Um, definitely some some interesting stuff going on. Um, some of it has caused some Twitter drama, as uh, we all know. Um, Kale Sanderson recently spoke out. We'll talk a little bit about that um, with our guest, Blaine Henry, who will join us later. Um, let's kind of get into the Beat the Streets and Rockfin card, because I'm not really going to talk about that with Blaine. Um, I actually talk about Rockfin... Um, on his podcast, which I will link in the bio. Um, so just some quick thoughts and results. Um, overall, some good wrestling on both cards. Uh, the main event of the Beat the Streets card was uh, Yanni versus um, Vladimir Kinkiashvili. And um, I, I said it. I said it with Jack. You know, Vladimir, dude, he was right there with him, and he was. I wasn't playing around. Guys, that dude is good. Yanni is very good. You know, we're coming off quarantine. Uh, we're coming off layoffs. Things happen. A 4-4 match. Um, Yanni was really close to scoring there at the end. But um, Vladimir showed that he's a veteran in this game and that he, he's been to the mountaintop. And, and Yanni has yet to kind of get there. Um, he's won some age group titles. But, you know, uh, Kinkyashvili has... He's, he's reached the mountaintop, the mountain mountaintop. He's Olympic champ for a reason. Um, you know, what were the other matches? Anyway, Rockfin, more matches, very quick turnaround. Um, two days after the Pete the Streets card, uh, more good wrestling there. Um, you saw Kyle Snyder dominate. Um, Bo and Ringer kind of had a snoozer 1-1. Um, Pantaleo and uh, Zane Rutherford had a great um, had a great go, and I said that uh, that would be the match of the night. I told you, you got to listen to me, okay? I, I as much as uh, I lack in wrestling credentials, I feel like I do know how to call them sometimes, or maybe I'm just lucky. I guess you'll have to stick around and find out. Um, also announced on Thursday, Hawkeye Wrestling Club will be putting on a card of about nine matches, I think it was. I, I think I missed if there was any um, matchups actually announced for that. I can look right now, but I'm being lazy. I'm in my pajamas, so you know how it is. Um, 
nine matches, kind of a steep price point at $30, but you know, we'll talk about that kind of as we um, get closer to it. Um, but yeah, that's good. Good for track wrestling. I think it's free if you have the gold or whatever it's called. Um, it's just kind of all included there, kind of like the world championships and all that stuff. So, all right, guys, my guest today, Killa B, Blaine Henry. He is the man over at the Fight Library. How are you, Blaine? Austin, I am so happy to join your podcast for once instead of you coming on mine. It's always nice to go on other people's shows and talk about just shop, I guess. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. You know what's funny is that I've been on your podcast twice which is more than any other podcast. I've only put out three episodes of my own, four with <laughs> this will be number four. So I've been on your podcast half as many times as my own, which is hilarious. So and actually the first time I was on a podcast was yours. So yeah, before I, I even released, about yeah, that. before I even released my first episode. So I think that's, that's kind of fun. So, um, but, um, Blaine, you, um, just recently joined, um, Rockfin. And uh, Rockfin actually had an event this past weekend, a wrestling event. Uh, the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club put on a freestyle, men's freestyle, women's freestyle card that featured some of the top men and women in the sport. What did you think of the card overall and its production and, and kind of anything that you noticed that you really enjoyed? Um, so first of all, I didn't get to watch it live. Uh, we talked about this on my podcast, Shameless Plug. That's out, and you guys can check it out. Um, I'm sure Austin will have the link in the bio, but... I didn't get to watch it live, but from what I watched, I watched each of the individual matches after they were posted on a Tuesday. Um, I really liked the production of it. Microphone quality was okay. You know, they needed a pop filter. You heard some puh and some hoos. But, I mean, wrestling-wise, you know, they got some great names. Zane Rutherford, Bo Nickel, Kyle Snyder, uh, Thomas Gill. You had, a, you had a bunch of really awesome names uh, on the card that made you look at this like it's a real contender to other um, methods of watching wrestling. I, I won't go into saying names, but there's other other methods to watch wrestling now. And Rockfin is providing that, um, you know, that opportunity here. The wrestling was great. Um, you know, Zane Rutherford he, he he wrestled well. Bo Nickel was a master class, and you know Kyle Snyder was just absolute domination. You know, we got to see a little bit of everything on it. Uh, some throws. We got to see some great high level women's matches. I was really just uh, excited to watch wrestling be back and on a new platform. It's a lot more buzz as well. Yeah. And that's really the thing I think most people are excited about. Um, because you know, you had, you have flow, you have track, um, you know, UFC fight pass had Chael's card, you know, Rockfin now stepping into the fray is only good for wrestling. It's only good for all combat sports in my opinion. And do you think that's part of the reason why you were drawn to Rockfin? I was drawn to, okay, so Rockfin isn't a wrestling platform. It's not a direct competitor to like track or flow. Rockfin is more akin to um, Patreon. Okay, so this is going to be like a, it's supposed to be a media platform for everything, but its creator, Martin Floriani, Started Flow has deep roots in the wrestling community. People love him because he wrestles, or he he's big into wrestling. Um, and I think that's kind of where it all started at. So 
I think it's good for wrestling. I think it's good for MMA once people discover what it is. Because it's still very, very young. It's still in its infancy. Um, but I think it puts power in the hands of the creator. Um, it's keeping the middleman distributor out. So Nitley Lion Wrestling Club can put on their own event and, and fans can be, you know, treated to something that Nittany wants to put out. You know, it's more pure, and that's what I like about it. Absolutely. Um, so tell people a little bit about the kind of content you put out. On Rockfin or just yeah, in general? On, well, in general. I mean, and what, what they can expect from on Rockfin from you. Okay, so um, when I created the Fight Library, which is the brand that's on Rockfin, the Fight Library is a combat sports hub. That's his byline. So basically, there's sites for mixed martial arts, boxing, there's wrestling sites, there's you know Muay Thai, kickboxing, and all that. This is a hub for all of it. Um, I've done everything from MMA to wrestling to sumo wrestling even, which I find incredibly fun. Um, on Rockfin, I just do uh, basically all that, but a little bit more in-depth. I've released... Um, not too long ago, a how-to on how to, to throw a jab, cross, low kick, which is a Muay Thai combination or, or kickboxing combination, uh, with a professional Muay Thai fighter. So he walked me through it. So I walk you guys through how to throw that. If you want to really get a little bit more insight on it, I plan on doing some with wrestling next and stuff. Um, I have like fight breakdowns. I'm doing wrestling breakdowns on it soon. Uh, I, I really just like getting involved into the specialized combat sports, not just MMA or not just wrestling. I, I like it all. Do you think MMA fans are interested in the like in the um, disciplines that make up the sport? No, and yes. Um, for the longest time, MMA fans were. Not really purist, but the only sport that mattered was mixed martial arts. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we kind of saw it change over a little bit when Conor McGregor fought Floyd Mayweather. Now, as much of a farce as that fight was, it exposed a lot of fans to boxing. Um, and boxing has become more popular because of it, right? right? Canelo had to postpone his fight because... They wanted the UFC fans from the Nate Diaz-Jorge Masvidal fight to tune into his on zone. So they waited, and they had a huge boost after the fight. Um, and then I think it got further pushed when Ben Askren, which love him or hate him, he was super popular in the UFC, um, either as a heel or as just a fan favorite. When he took on Jordan Burroughs over a year ago, um, and you know Jordan ran through him, but the hype around that wrestling event, I don't think there's been much anything close to comparing to it for the most part, aside from like Olympic events and, you know, world championships and that. So I think fans are starting to branch out and realize, Oh man, there's more than just MMA. There's also wrestling, which is really fun. There's kickboxing, there's boxing, Muay Thai. I think MMA fans are, are starting to become more accepting. See, and that's how I feel too. I feel like, especially in the early days of MMA, um, People were just specialists, and they liked the discipline they came from. Or if they didn't come from a discipline, they wanted to see people get knocked out. And I think now that we have people that are kind of growing with the sport, and and uh, you know we have some younger people that um, 
the sport's kind of been around their whole lives now that they are more interested in like the, in the disciplines themselves, you know, they'll sit back and watch a, you know, a grappling, you know, card or a wrestling card, or, you know, they'll go out and seek out, you know, Muay Thai or, or boxing matches, you know, and I think that's good overall for combat sports and good overall for platforms. I think like Rockfin that, trying to get creators to maybe expose different people to those sort of things. Yes, I, I think another good platform for that is UFC Fight Pass. They've done a good job of having, you know, um, not only MMA regional level, but you also have boxing on there. You now have wrestling, you have grappling, you have jujitsu. Like the Eddie Bravo Invitational is on Fight Pass which right. is really good for those sports. You know, it's getting them a lot of eyes. And this is the first generation of MMA fighters we're seeing that are not boxers going into MMA or not, you know, wrestlers or jujitsu players going into MMA. These are MMA fighters coming up and they're paying attention to the top levels of their, um, of all of these disciplines. They're looking at Senchai. They're looking at, uh, you know, the Dagestani invasion in the UFC is huge right now. And they're looking at all these and they're learning from everywhere. And that makes these individual sports better. Um, and a platform like Rockfin is going to concentrate on giving the power to these creators. I sound like a commercial right now. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> it's going to give the power to these creators. And, you know, it's going to help out all of these sports, not just Rockfin itself. Correct. Um, what do they say? That a rising tide lifts all boats, right? I think that's, that's exactly kind of, right. Um now, this is a wrestling podcast, so let's go back and talk a little bit of wrestling here. Um, what was your favorite match of the night um, on the Nittany Lion card? Uh, Competitive-wise, I'd have to say I did like uh, the Zane fight, uh, fight. Listen to me, the Zane match. It was really fun. Mm -hmm. But overall, overall, my favorite, jeez, uh, it'd have to be Paige coming back with 14 straight points. Yeah, it's <laughs> it amazing. Was, yeah, it was amazing. Um Another honorable mention is obviously uh, just watching Kyle Snyder do what he always does, and he dominated. Uh, you know, tech, tech his guy. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike Machiavello. That dude's tough too. So, exactly yeah, definitely. State. Um, so what? Did, I'm sure that you saw that Kale Sanderson was kind of complaining that um, some of the smaller creators on Rockfin were kind of using their event to kind of push their subs. Do you think that his complaints are warranted? Yes and no. I did it. <laughs> um, I had a couple of the boys sign up through me to go to the thing. And I get it. Um, I, I think he doesn't understand exactly how Rockfin works. Uh, he might, though. He might have a say in it. Never mind, Kale. Don't come at me and, and turn me. Uh, <laughs> don't spin me. <laughs> don't spin me, please, Kale. Uh, no. Um, so, yeah. But like you said, a rising tide raises all ships, right? So basically how Rockfin works is you get paid for who's not only subscribes through you. If you subscribe to me, you get all of Rockfin for the subscription of $9.99 a month, right? So they also get paid based on the value they provide um, through content, um, free and premium. So I'm so, they don't, didn't tell me the exact algorithm, but I'm assuming it's based on um, views and stuff too, how much viewership they bring in and the amount that they brought in is absolutely monstrous. Um, everybody was on the platform to see Nittany that night. 
And I mean, I get his complaint. It, it took a couple dollars out of their pocket for sure. But at the same time, we had people watching his event through who watches through me. You right. follow what I'm saying? Absolutely. So they got paid on that too. They got paid on that too for having people watch their event. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of get paid more than one way. And it's through like their their cryptocurrency, the Ray token and all that. But they got paid for, for having someone else subscribe. I mean, yeah, I kind of saw it as an opportunity. Man, I got I got an opportunity. But I've, that's what they pitch to you when you're joining the platform at the same time. They're like, yeah, you got to you get all of this content for free. It's not just like Patreon where you have to buy everybody's content. So yeah, I get his complaint, but at the same time, come on, it's it's really not that big of a difference to you. See, and I I'm on the on the side of the fence that thinks that he's complaining a little bit too much. Um, I think that it's good for our for the small creators to get those um, subs because it's gonna you know that's your foundation of the website. You know, it's started with these small right. guys. And it's going to end with them. You know, it's nice that a big time club like Nittany Lion, who is the richest wrestling club in the country by far, can come on, put on an event and, and raise subscribers. I think that's great. But like you said, you know, if everybody's getting paid, everybody should be happy. Um, you know, I on Twitter kind of equated it to a small business type situation where, you know, in your own town, you want to support small business because it props up your local economy, right? You don't always want to just go to Walmart even just for the sake of going to Walmart. You want to go to the mom and pop place. You know, you don't always want to go to the Starbucks. You want to go to, you know, the local coffee place. You know, I think yeah, that, that's... that that's really the best way for me to look at it. And I hope other people kind of come around and look at it the same. Um, I, I really don't see Kale Sanderson as being like a big money hungry guy, but for, the club, but I know they do have a few big names right now that they have to pay. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I can, I can see why he might be penny pinching a little bit. Um, and look, look, me and my wife have that same exact philosophy shop local. We love shopping at local businesses. Um, and I get it, you know, he's just, that's just how this platform's built. It's built on a community of creators, not just one single creator. Um, it's just one of the things that can help attract to the site for the small people. Um, you know, and I, like Kale, I get it, but at the same time, it just, it, it really didn't hurt you that much. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. So kind of moving on. Um, so you're a big MMA guy, big combat sports guy. Are there mm-hmm. any wrestlers that you absolutely need to see in MMA? Wrestlers in MMA. Oh, man. Um, I, when I interviewed Kyle Snyder, I asked him because he'd, he'd, he'd dabble with it um, for a little bit. But mm-hmm. he said he's out. I'd like to see Kyle do it because Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, Bo he's Nichols a freak. Is, it, oh, yeah. He's ridiculous. Um, Bo Nichols moving in. Uh, anybody from Russia. Right. Um, you know, there's a bunch of yeah, – I think Derringer is uh, – flirted with the idea of of transitioning to mixed martial arts which would be fun what, what i like about these wrestlers in mixed martial arts um like a judo guy judo player i'm uh, not judo jujitsu guys they they go and they have fun they roll and all that but um like with wrestling it's more of a grind and mm-hmm. you're there as a process and it's it's tough and you're working hard 
And that's what I think they bring different to mixed martial arts. And that's why you see these wrestlers like Yoel Romero. He's a wrestler. He's, a, he's an Olympian, a medalist. Um, Yoel Romero is a striker now. He doesn't wrestle anymore. They, 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 they're such good um, at learning new things that they become great strikers too. And they become good at almost anything that they want to do. And that's what I think wrestling is. You know, they're just, they're great for the sport, honestly. They really, really are. Um, That's really the thing. Wrestling teaches you so much stuff. Killer instinct, how to be uncomfortable, like compete being uncomfortable, you know, with weight cutting. And wrestlers are always hurt. You know, I I honestly can't think of any top-level guy that doesn't, have some sort of you know ailment that they're fighting at some point um you know it's it's really something special you know to come through you know grow up as a wrestler and really learn those those uh that skill set because like you said it does transfer over um incredibly because you know that laser focus that you have to have in a wrestling room will transfer over to jujitsu it'll transfer over to boxing and kickboxing and and all those things. And I, I just, I'm always excited to see these guys jump in there. I, I, I want to see a Bo Nickel. I, you know, I think he, to me, is the top prospect right now. Um, you know, I, he's, and he's made it known that he's heading that way. So he's trained with Masvidal and everything. It's crazy. Yep. All right, my man. Well, that's really all I have for, um, for you right now. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts about Rockfin, the future of Rockfin? Where, um, right now yeah rockfin i think is the really good idea from a good platform with good minds behind it martin floriani while he may not be everybody's cup of tea he's a business guy and he knows how to build a platform i'm one of the early creators on it there's other great people much bigger than me like chael sonnen ben Askren, james lynch is on it you've got you know willie uh Nittany's on there there's so many big names on there they're building a creator community, um, a hub for all creators. And, you know, it's a way for them to make money and support themselves doing what they love. And that's my goal in life is to support me and my family on doing what we love. And I, I think, you know, I, I dabbled with Patreon. I just wasn't quite set on it. And then Rockman comes around. I had the opportunity. And it's like, man, I really like this. And, you know, I think it's a good platform for growth and it's going to see many good years to come. Absolutely. I think I agree with you hundred percent about Martin. Um, you know, he took flow from two dudes in a van to this, you know, this juggernaut that it is now. And, you know, I, I'm, this guy knows what he's doing and hopefully Rockfin can, can kind of reach those same heights. Uh, Blaine, why don't you uh, tell people where they can find you? Uh, you can go ahead and get at me on Twitter, Blaine Henry, B-L-A-I-N-E-H-E-N-R-Y. TFL, and then you also can subscribe to me on Rockfin at Fight Library. You'll see me there. It's a picture of me in a bow tie grinning, and yeah, I'll put a bunch of ex- exclusive content, a bunch of free stuff, uh, a lot of MMA. I'm gonna have some wrestling on there, boxing. I've got Lithway up there, uh, Muay Thai. You name it, it's gonna be there. So, um, Austin, I appreciate you having me on, man, and I'm looking forward to a hundred thousand more episodes. My brother, thank you for finally coming on. I say finally, I've only had four episodes, but you know, I, uh, you know, I really appreciate you. You know, you're, you're, you're my dude, one of my Bajran boys and, um, much love to you. You go home and uh, enjoy the rest of your night. All right. I know you worked hard today. Tendy time. That's right, baby. 
Later, brother. Later, brother. All right, guys, it's time for some you our listener questions, or as I like to call it, inquiries from acquaintances, even though some of them are acquaintances or like my friends. Um, so the first question we have um, comes from Locked Hands. Um, he goes by uh, Locked underscore Hands there on Twitter. Um, he asks, are the Bajrang boys the Illuminati of wrestling Twitter, or are they the Freemasons of wrestling Twitter? which is probably the funniest thing I've heard in a minute, so I appreciate this. We are the NWO of wrestling Twitter. We are the New World Order, and we are coming to take over. And you are, you've already seen our tweets. We have a pretty wide range of uh, reach out there. Um, shout out to those guys. I love them all. Tons of support from them. I love joking around with those guys. It's always fun. So, shout out to them, Bajrang boys. My next question is from my good pal, Ed Gallo. Take it away, Ed. Hey, Austin. It's your best pal, Ed. I was thinking about your wrestling career. You talk about it a little bit to me. It seems like you had a decent bit of success. But it seems like you have also some regrets and you could have done better. So, I'm wondering if you could do it all over again, what would you change? Or would you not change anything at all? Thanks. Ooh, that's a, that's a deep cut question right there. I could probably talk about that all day. My wrestling career. Regrets. Um, I don't know. Um, so... A little bit background on me. I haven't really talked about myself a lot on the show. Um, I had to stop wrestling after high school um, just due to personal issues, injuries, and um, I honestly did not do very well in school. I could have gone to junior college and probably got my grades up, um, but I just I had to stay home, um, had to help out. So um, that's I did what I had to do. Um, but as far as regrets in my wrestling career, I feel like the biggest one for me is that I had no idea that I had such high anxiety. Um, and it's hard to look back on that and kind of, um, you know, be happy with that. Nobody ever really ends happy with their career, I think. Um, not very many people go out on top. I certainly didn't. Um, but I, I feel like if I would have had my anxiety under control, my career would have been a whole lot different, for sure, because um, I didn't even know I had it. I addressed it as a young man when it got very severe. And when I felt finally clear-headed, I kind of was like, oh, man, I've been dealing with this for a long time. Just, you know, after you realize what it is. Um, I honestly feel like I was I was pretty good. Um, didn't have the results I wanted because I was in my head so much. But um, on any given day, I could, I could beat 
quite a few good guys, and um, at least locally here. Um, I wasn't really a national success. I did wrestle junior duels once and got injured pretty <laughs> pretty severely. Um, I was recruited by a couple schools, um, one school here in Indiana, Manchester, and then um, actually to Cornell um, College up in Iowa by and Coach Doreau, who I've actually talked to. I've talked about that on Twitter a little bit. Um, he uh, shared some very kind words with me. Um, after my first loss as a senior, he called me, um, uh, and, uh, he really took his time to make sure a random kid was okay. And I, I'm forever grateful for him um, for that. Cause you know, he didn't have to do that for me. So, but yeah, I think the biggest, biggest regret for me is just not knowing, you know, and, and, uh, cause I worked my butt off, man. I, I really did. And, uh, I still do with coaching. I love coaching and, and that's kind of where I've put my energy now. And, and I've, you know, been able to help quite a few kids to some success that maybe they thought they wouldn't have. And to me, that's the ultimate victory. Uh, I will put those moments over my own career a hundredfold. Um, you know, seeing kids accomplish what they can't, what they didn't think they could do, um, is always, it's always up there. And I, I really enjoy that part of it, you know, coaching in a state final and, and, um, all those things. So, uh, thanks for the question, Ed. I really appreciate you. Um, my next question comes from Blaine, who was actually my guest today. He went ahead and decided to send me a question anyway, cause he's that kind of guy. I guess he just didn't feel like this question got answered when we talked. So go ahead and take it away, Blaine. Austin, my bud, now that we had a chance to see what Rockfin brings to the table for wrestling, what did you think about the production quality, timing, and overall just feel of the event? Big names, I liked. Speedy, I liked. Give me your thoughts. Also, this is Blaine. I love you. Blaine, my man, that is an excellent question. I thought the pace was wonderful. I thought the... Production value was pretty good. Um, the play-by-play was okay. You can tell that David Taylor is definitely a wrestler, not a play-by-play guy, and that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. He still gave it his best effort. Um, I, I I just thought it's good. Any any sort of you know more wrestling is always good, regardless of how we do it. And of course, production value um, will always help it succeed further on down the line. Um, we already, I mean, we did talk about this earlier in the show here that, you know, it, it brought a lot of hype to Rockfin and, um, hopefully that hype train keeps on rolling. So that way we can get more wrestling and, um, and really benefit as a fan base because at the end of the day, that's what we are. We're all fans. We love the sport and we want to see it. So hopefully, uh, Whoever is next up, if it's Nittany Lion again, or whoever wants to j- throw their hat in the ring to host an event, I hope that they uh, can bring it like uh, like the last few because they've been they've been pretty darn good. Um, so yeah, that's really how I feel about that. Um, so that's kind of the end of our questions for today. Um, I'll kind of leave us on some a couple of thoughts. Um, you know, I've noticed that my plays have gone down a little bit from my first episode. 
I think people were really excited to have a new podcast and um, maybe they heard some of my subject matter um, and it was not to their liking. And to me, that's completely fine. Again, I don't get paid for this. I cannot be bought and I will not be bought. Uh, I'm not saying that anybody's trying to stop me from or whatever, but you know, I know that some people are very much a stick it to sports type of crowd and I don't blame you. You know, there's plenty of podcasts out there for you. Um, I feel like there's more to the story um, than just what happens on the mat. And I think it's up to us to um, uncover that. And that's really what I'm trying to do here. Um, whether you you agree with some of the takes that I've had or, um, you know, you don't think racism exists or whatever it is that you want to throw at me. I've had a couple of people DM me and tell me that, racism isn't real, which I don't really understand how you can even think that, let alone type it and send it in a message. But, um, you know, I've got a couple other people in the works here coming up. Um, I'm hoping to um, kind of start expanding um, on my stories a little bit. And again, guys, if you don't like my podcast, don't listen to it. I don't care. I don't care if I'm the only download and I'm the only listen. I'm just doing this for fun. I do this because I enjoy it. I enjoy the sport. I said that in the first episode. So I will repeat what I also said in the first episode. If you're racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, just piss off because I don't I don't need it. Okay, we don't need it in the sport. We don't need it in uh, – I don't need your listens either. I don't need your money because I'm not asking for money. So can't uh, – can't complain. Um, if you want your stick to sports, go listen to FRO. Okay? Because we know they're not going to tackle the hard issues. They're going to avoid them like they always do, and I'm not about that. Okay? It is what it is. Whether you feel like I'm just being I'm being too political or not, I'm not really being political. You don't even know who, what party I'm on or I belong to or whatever. It's just more of a, you know, there are issues in the world right now. And we're going to keep delving into them because our sport is filled with great people and some of them marginalized and not treated fairly. And I want to hear from them and I want to give them an opportunity to speak. So again, if you know somebody, if you've been one of those people, reach out to me. Let's tell your story. Okay. Let's tell your story. Um, I believe next week, Jason Bryant is doing um, a kind of like a mass podcast where he will have all sorts of people on from the wrestling community um, and their podcast. I do believe that's next Wednesday, this next Wednesday, the 30th. Uh, shout out to him. I do believe I will be on there at some point. Um, if I don't make it on there, then oh well. But um, I think it's an awesome thing that he's doing, kind of showcasing all the people in the sport that are um, trying to have podcasts and uh, get their voices heard, and uh, you know we're all kind of like a big family. I'm not trying to out comp- here compete with anybody. Um, I just want to have some fun doing what I love, and that's talk about wrestling. So, um, other than that, guys, I think that's our show for the night for the week. Um, you know, we uh, pretty good when Blaine really hit me with some reaction facts that I didn't really know and kind of cleared some things up for me. I hope he cleared some things up for you. Um, follow me on social media, guys, at Air Early. 
changing levels, changing LVLS. Both of those can be found on Twitter and Instagram. I may not accept you on my Instagram if you really want to follow me. I don't post anything very exciting. It's just me and my daughter, so so don't be weird. Um, but tonight I will leave you with one of my favorite quotes. Um, it's from Kurt Vonnegut. If you haven't read any Kurt Vonnegut, I uh, suggest you do that. Um, the quote goes like this. It says, A purpose of human life, no matter who is controlling it, is to love whoever is around to be loved. I love that. That's one of my favorite quotes. Um, and it's very, very um, needed right now. We need to love everybody around us, take care of those around us in our communities, in our homes, in our schools, regardless of race, religion, sexual orientation, whatever it may be. Okay, Take care of one another. We will see you next Friday. Um, much love to all. Peace.